world has changed so much. I remember my life, the world that was. It was peaceful, safe. And then things started to go wrong. Powerful people became greedy. Close-minded fools began their assaults. And when the famine began, well, that's when the war for resources began. I was too young to understand them. I didn't see what was really happening. But I recall the incident. We all saw the incident. It feels like a lifetime ago. And ever since, the world has never been the same. It's a dangerous world, and I fear the worst of humanity is yet to come. But that's enough out of me. I know y'all don't want to hear me yapping no more. I'll turn on the radio. It's about time for the news anyway. Now, if you're uncomfortable with militia violence, police violence, death, eugenics, pandemic and disease, as well as heavy post-apocalyptic themes including poverty, starvation, violence, and mild ableism, this might not be the news station you want to hear. Stuff like that's been coming up a lot lately. If you're just tuning in, I must offer my sincerest apologies. You've missed the morning radio music. We're live now at the bottom of the hour for the latest news from our corner of the post-apocalyptic wasteland we call home. The date is unknown, but it feels like April. April 4th, I'd wager. Just seems right. From here on, I'll be counting my days from there. April 4th. Before the end, I had a sibling who was born today. Happy birthday. Hopefully, you are either safe or gone. Now it's time for a weather report. A detailed report, as that's what I'm being told I have to do. The storm we reported on yesterday continues to grow in strength and size. In the past 24 hours, it has traveled up the coast and is very near the Beer Bottle Beach. Local lunatics have assembled on the beach with unknown intent. When interviewed, one lunatic, Mr. Albert Smith, stated the storm would grant him the profits of the sea. He was unable to explain why this was or what this meant, with follow-up questions being answered solely with the phrase, Praise be to Prophet Storm. We're fairly certain he means profit to mean profitable and not profit to mean prophetic. Whatever the case is, we'll be monitoring the storm's progression as it travels our broadcasting range. It is the recommendation of this studio that, if you live near the coast, you find shelter further inland if you are able. There's a bit of acid raining down adjacent to the coast, and this will persist through the duration of the storm, likely spreading inland as the storm approaches. For now, areas away from the coast are dry as dusty bones, and will remain thus for the remainder of the day. You can expect an increase in humidity to roughly 90%, and an increase in temperature for an average of 41 Celsius. That does it for the weather report. In other news, I've acquired a cat. I found her rummaging through the studio's garbage the other night. I'm naming her Miss Beans, and this is our top story. She's a munchkin cat, which means her legs are fairly short. 
and she has an affinity for my cats. I love her, and will burn the studio to the ground if anything happens to Miss Beans. In less feline-related news, the infestation invasion of sharks has slowed to a crawl. After devastating Bardstown, neighboring settlements have put bounties on the beasts, offering serious cheese for the heads of each of them. Hunting parties from three settlements have been seen roaming the area with reports of exchanging gunfire when near one another. If you're near Bardstown, or plan on collecting the shark's bounty yourself, I implore you be careful, as the greed of men far outweighs their sensibilities. It's time now for a pre-recorded commercial segment, following which I'll be back with more of the latest. Alright, are we recording? We on? Now you're gonna remember to trim this one, right? Not gonna make me look like an idiot on the air like you did yesterday. Alright. So what's this? The Taylor? Right. Alright. Taylor, take one. Lately I've found myself wanting... Nah, I don't like how that one started. Let's try it again. Taylor, take two. Lately I've found myself wanting when it comes to quality fabrics. Indeed, it's important I look sharp and professional in the studio. Many who find themselves working in professional fields may share my difficulties. Salvage suits or patchwork dresses hardly impress a well-groomed standard. That's why I employ the services of Jester Bell, a tailor tailor-made for your wasteland profession. Look for them in Green Court and tell them I personally sent you. How many more ads do we have to record today? Seven? Right. So, what's the next one? The battery. Piece of garbage is what it is. Alright, well they paid us, so... Have you been losing power? Electricity depleting far too quickly? Have your lights failed you in the dead of night, leaving you questioning what lies in the dark, just beyond your sight in the shadows? Well, the solution to your electrical woes is here. Jasper Dance Everlasting Generator and Battery is just the thing you need. Using nothing more than good contaminated soil, this device can power three homes for three days with a full bucket of your garden's dirt. Available at Griff's Repair and Destroy, supplies are limited. Welcome back, my faithful listeners. I do apologize for keeping you waiting, but I'm here now. I'm here with even more news. Sheriff Bert Rockley has put out a casting call for all able-bodied men to join his team. Unwilling to allow a lawless wasteland to continue, the sheriff is pushing for militarized officer presence along caravan routes. His plan, which he discussed with our anonymous source, would include the establishment of checkpoints along the roads and require travelers to provide travel permits and identification. So far, the sheriff has met heavy resistance from local settlements, refusing to allow such measures. Some going so far as to suggest forming militias against the NSD if Sheriff Bert Rockley's plans aren't heavily modified. What do you think about his plans as presently discussed? Would you allow them? Phone in now and we'll talk about it. Oh, no we won't. Because you harvested the copper and the rubber that were our phone lines. You monsters. Fix them. Moving on. In lighter news, Miss Barbara Shepard, master of Romulus's glory arena, has been searching for new participants. 
As we reported yesterday, the arena has been repaired and will be opened in a week. Competitors are encouraged to seek Miss Shepard in the arena now. According to Miss Shepard, victors will receive a portion of the day's earnings and Invictus Era, whatever that means. I hope that satisfies you, Miss Shepard. Now please stop contacting us. On to vital news. It's no secret that this world is a dangerous place. People have grown desperate and taken to helping themselves to your stuff when you're least prepared. Stay ready. Stay informed with the latest reported bandit movements. From our anonymous sources, we are aware of 20 active bandit groups within our broadcasting range. This up from yesterday's nine. Please be aware, most of these groups are at the edges of our broadcasting range, and they presently pose no threat to you, my faithful listeners. However, for those a bit closer to home, these are the latest reports. The Wolfpaw group has emerged from the Desk Mountain Caves armed with serious firepower, pelting the Shkar and Firebottle groups at the base of the mountain with barrages of rocket-propelled grenades. The Shkar group was caught off guard and scrambled for shelter, suffering heavy casualties. The Firebottle group stood ready and was able to protect themselves from the Wolfpaw's barrages. While the Shkar have fallen back to recover, the Firebottles are holding position. It's expected that the Shkar will return with reinforcements. The standoff continues and shows little signs of ending soon. News has come to us regarding the Roadrunners at St. Leo. According to our sources, a single man terminated all known Roadrunner camps in the area in a single night. This Herculean task seems to be a miracle, the sort of heroism we need in these dreadful times. I'm certain St. Leo residents are breathing a sigh of relief as they now, unimpeded, reopen trade to neighboring settlements. The Mugs, a recently formed bandit group, have moved into the Hold Hills area and have set up camp, but are presently remaining quiet. If you're traveling in that area, please be aware. Now I simply must repeat that the remaining bandit groups are operating on the fringes of our broadcasting range and presently pose no threat to you, my faithful listeners. We will, however, be keeping an eye on them, and should anything change, we'll provide you with their latest movements. Changing directions entirely, let's talk survival. More accurately, let's talk survival cooking, and more specifically, let's talk quality survival culinary. Most of us haven't had a decent meal since the world ended, Laying off the scraps of the world past or risking contaminated meat hunted from our new furry friends. Often bland or bitter, these meals leave us wanting. However, thanks to a kind soul traveling the waste, I know a few things you can do to better your meals. Let's talk bacon. Do you remember bacon? Pork meat thick cut with pepper? One of the better meats I'd wager. Since the incident, since the end... Commercial hog farming isn't around much. The meat is non-existent. Well, what if I told you we have something just as good? It's not bacon, yet has the same flavors, textures, and uses as the original, even producing high-quality multi-purpose grease. In the heavily irradiated fields of Gregendale County, you can find a plant not unlike a barrel cactus. These plants, which I'm calling flesh cacti, contain insides not dissimilar from that of animals. I'll spare you the gruesome details on the innards and focus on the bit you really want, the skin. These plants have thousands of tiny transparent needles that will cause infection if left in the skin. You'll want to wear thick gloves when you harvest this. 
Carefully skin the plant, taking the outermost layers. With this, you'll want to treat the needles. I'd recommend lightly spreading a flammable substance, like cooking oil, over the skin. Light it, and in a brilliant flash, the hateful needles will be gone. You can then cut the skin into strips and treat it as bacon with all the same qualities. I've tried this myself, and while I had my reservations, the results speak for themselves. So go out there, you carnivorous farmers, and begin cultivating this beautiful discovery. Surely there must be a market for this new bacon crop. I, for one, would be your first customer. Now I simply must apologize, but that's all the time we have for today. So I will leave you with today's afternoon puzzler. What is the creature that walks on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three in the evening? Think about it, and we'll give you the answer at the end of tomorrow's broadcast. With that, did you discover yesterday's answer? The question was, what's brown and sticky? The answer, a stick. Please stay tuned for our evening radio segment where you'll enjoy my beautiful singing voice. We'll be back tomorrow with more of the latest news from our corner of the post-apocalyptic wasteland we call home. Until then, if you're truly out there listening, good luck. And we're clear. Good job, everyone. Nice job with the riddle today. Did you write that? It's a vast improvement from yesterday. This is Seamus's sibling, Izzy. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this broadcast, consider rating and reviewing us on your podcasting platform of choice. Wait. Podcasts still exist? Hmm. Telling your friends about us and subscribing to the post-apocalyptic news radio on YouTube. You can also join the Discord, which is linked in the description below, as well as... This says... Tweet? We still have Twitter? God damn, the worst evils couldn't even be destroyed after all that nonsense. Well, use the hashtag P-A-N-R broadcast to tweet about the show. We appreciate the support and hope you keep tuning in.